Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Private Parts Podcast. Unfortunately, um, we are lacking a Jamie Lang for this podcast. Again. Again. You, you may or may not, but I would guess you probably have noticed that over the past, I'd say, month, we've been somewhat irregular with our podcasts going up, and sometimes Jamie's not been around at all, or uh, sometimes he's been late or whatever. Well, today is, uh, I hopefully, going to be the last uh, of those instances. We've tried to get Jamie on the phone. He's lost his... Uh, laptop and mic and everything on one occasion and now he can't seem to connect with us so uh, ignoring all the excuses he may or may not be telling the truth but we will never know Uh, we have decided to do this uh, as a final little thank you for uh, all of your listening and support over the past However long, how long have we been doing this podcast this is the 19th episode now so this is the 19th episode so that's 19 weeks which is, yeah. I don't know, you do the math. A lot of <laughs> <A> while. <laughs> and uh, and so, so we're going to be reading out some um, emails, some tweets that you guys have sent in, answering some questions. I'm going to have the question of the week this, this week, but I'll just be answering it, asking it to, uh, to Tom. Um, and I will read uh, a few days from, from my diary last week, um, mostly concerned with uh, transport around London and... Uh, and crime, a, wow. new, a new kind of crime. A new kind of crime? Well, it's not really new, but it's one that's... Uh, uh, it's, there's been a dramatic increase in this type of crime okay. in, in London recently. Um, so uh, let's start with the emails, shall we? Uh, we, have, we have an email uh, from Candice, from Candice Carter, uh, who sent an email to our email. If you want to send an email, it's private parts podcast. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Private Parts Podcast at gmail.com. Um, Candace Carter, guys, I'm in need of advice. I seem to always gravitate towards guys with commitment issues. That's not good. The guy seems really great at first, and then they just jump into other things. It seems like shiny pennies always catch their attention once anything or anyone grows remotely routine, they flake. When this happens, I begin to like their friends even more. All right, well, I suppose that's kind of understandable yeah eventually leading me to not even want to see or hear Mr. Non-Commitment probably for the best it seems like uh, for example I began listening to a podcast just because I found this guy funny and entertaining through other projects I'd seen him in then he stopped showing up for, uh, up for the podcast he made lame excuses like technical, technical issues or forgetting other, uh, other commitments were, were scheduled then eventually he showed back up but did not give it his all Forgetting his diary, writing a BS diary in a cab on the way to the TV show, on, t- on the way to the studio. I slowly got the message he was no longer interested. He has moved on in his mind, but shows, sh- but just showing up. Well, what? <clears throat> he has moved on in his mind, 
but just showing up in the studio because he had nothing better to get going on. I now long for him to be absent again, because when he is, his friends do a much better job sharing stories and making me smile. Most of all, they are committed to showing up and delivering 100% to the podcast every week. Please advise, I can now avoid a a non-commitment entertainer in the future. Best, this candy is no one's kitten. Ooh. Wow. (laughs) Wow. That is... It's timely. That is quite timely and... uh, and uh, but quite brutal yeah um so clearly you know jamie you're letting down quite a lot of quite a lot of people out there but evidently they enjoy it much more when you're not here so don't be too cut up about it something we can address next week yeah i think uh we will be addressing that next week jamie will be going on trial uh um and the jury will be myself and Tom and all of the listeners. So yeah. we will have to get him to explain himself. Again. Again. Um, let's hear the, this, this latest elaborate story. Do, do, do you have commitment issues? Are you pretty good with commitment? <clears throat> um, I would say... I would say I'm pretty... Well, I say I've gone through phases in my life, depending on what, what I was you know, looking for at that particular time okay. where I may have um, <clears throat> had commitment issues. But, but I think these days um, I have been pretty committed to, to, to things and and, uh, and also I haven't been drinking recently, which allows you to be quite... Yeah, that kind of helps. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you <laughs> less, all, all, all the more less scatty and uh, disorganised. And, uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, I guess Jamie hasn't, uh, hasn't really... Um, Got the message there, but I don't know. Do you think he's even read that? Maybe he's read it and not. Maybe he has. Yeah. Well, we can definitely address it. Yeah, we can. We can address that. So thanks very much, Candice, uh, for that email. Another um, email from Josephine Marshall. <coughs> Dear Francis and Jamie and Tom. Oh, she sent a picture. Oh wow. I just wanted to say how much I love Private Parts. I look forward to its release every week when we release it, Jamie. Um, and I'm the first listener that has got in touch f- with you from Bahrain. Ah, thanks, Josephine. I usually listen to the podcast on afternoon walks around Bahrain, but the outside temp is a bit high for outside walking now. Cheers and keep up the awesome work. Oh, she sent a picture of her and a camel behind her, which I don't know, may or may not be another listener. Um, and the camel is, lis- is... Oh, wait, the camel is nibbling her shoulder... Oh, that's sweet. So, uh, Josephine, you, you didn't really give much way as to why you're in Bahrain, but we'd be interested to know. Yeah. If you, Should uh, we put the, um, we'll put the picture up on Instagram tomorrow. Yeah, we'll put, the, we'll put these pictures up on Instagram. Uh, it's a very adorable camel. Or is it an ocelot? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's got one hump. Okay. Which makes it a... Uh, is that... An, uh, that's not a camel, actually, I think. Oh, yes, it's a dromedary. A dromedary? Yes, it's a, okay. it's, uh, that's not a camel, actually. It's a dromedary. Sorry, I correct myself. Uh, but it is an adorable dromedary. And in fact, you know something interesting, an interesting fact. Go on, tell you me. know camel cigarettes? Yeah. They, they had the camel on them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, that's not a camel. That's a dromedary. That is an interesting fact. Yeah. Um, and anyone who lives in Bahrain probably knows that. <laughs> yes. So thanks, Josephine. I'm glad you uh, like the show. And uh, we... Hope that you will appreciate our apology for the lack of commitment as well. Um, uh, so hopefully going forward next week, we will be back to normal. And Jamie will then have no excuses. 
Well, but, we'll see. Well, he will have no excuse to have an excuse, so yeah. maybe he will have some excuse, but it won't be valid. We won't accept it. Um, we must have some sort of forfeit. Yeah, I think we should have a forfeit. If he's late or if he hasn't yeah. written his diary or just some sort of, you know, a bit of a, 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 a whip or a... Yeah, something, some sort of torture mechanism. I don't know. Maybe we have to whip him <clears throat> live on the podcast. Live on the podcast. Uh, and so we've got another uh, email from Finton Baker Howard with the subject title "Love Island." Okay. So obviously they listen to uh, subject close to your heart as well. Yeah, I, I, I have a. You know the thing about Love Island is it's on every night, so you can just get consumed because you know. Okay, well. If I miss tonight, then I'm not going to know what's going on tomorrow night. So you just you just get sucked in. Once so you, you watch it every single night. Um, well, it's not on on Saturdays. So. Okay. Apart from Saturdays. Apart from Saturdays, uh, and and I I don't watch it like you know I'll have it sort of on in the background. But it it is gripping viewing. I mean, they, uh, yeah. But sure. anyway, let me get to this email. Okay. Uh, Hi guys, have been loving your podcast since its inception. Like Francis, I find myself completely obsessed with Love Island and Kem. And I'm glad a fellow posho can enjoy it, as I was questioning my own morals for being so entertained. As well as it being a, its base television, it's bloody good entertainment. Oh, sorry. While it's base television, it's bloody good entertainment. Sometimes I struggle to communicate with other people, so I ask, would and do you learn from the people in Love Island on how to communicate better? As while they are anti-intellectual, they are popular. They are from the popular group at school. I don't know, are they? I don't know. I don't know. Are they from the popular group at school? <laughs> I don't know. Do you mind being called a fellow posho? Is that? I mean, I don't know. I, I, well, I don't know. Finton Baker Howard. Um, I, I don't mind being called that. I guess it's kind of self-evident, right? I can't yeah. deny it exactly. <laughs> Not really, no. Um, but actually, if you want to uh, know another fellow posho, uh, <laughs> uh, to turn a phrase, that um, is also obsessed with Love Island, Rachel Johnson um, wrote a uh, brilliant article talking about her obsession with um, Love Island. I really should watch it. You should. Uh, you should. It is, should. It is. Uh, it is. It is quite something, and uh, and really does teach you a lot about a particular, um, I suppose, segment of 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 young British society who yeah. are really obsessed with image and sex and being famous. That's. That's it. That was Jamie five years ago, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, I mean, it's still Jamie today. Yeah, you know? true. I, I, I think... Uh, well, two of the three anyway. Exactly. Um, he, uh, so, yes. Yeah, so, um, do I find uh, Love Island helps me communicate better with people? I would say certainly it helps me understand what some people are talking about because there are some words that, that have been used there uh, which I hadn't heard before. And Like what? Teach me. Well... Obviously, I know what it is to graft, you know, to, mm-hmm. to, to well, all too well, I might add. <laughs> uh, and, but, and, but they use it in, in, in reference to basically working on flirting to try and get this girl. So they right. call it, so you're, uh, and they also use it in, in a strange sense. So they say, you're grafting on this person. It means you're trying to make them like you. Apparently. Right. And apparently, it's very uh, it's very uncool to graft, you know. Uh, so that so that some of the cool the boys who think that they, you know, they see it as as oh, I don't have to graft because I'm you know so great and good looking or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's another one. That's one word. Um, 
and there have been a few other ones. Oh yes, this is this is this is another uh, one that I hadn't heard before. Uh, that that oh, you're being so extra. What? Have you, have you heard that before? I have not. What does that mean? So apparently, extra. If you're being extra, it means you're being. You're, oops. If you're being extra, it means that you are going over the top in, okay. in, in your uh, you know show of emotion about something, uh, um, or uh, you know you might be you know essentially making a big deal about nothing, making a mountain out of molehill. So on the whole, it does help me to understand. Or if I'm eavesdropping on someone's conversation on the bus, I can you know. You know, over the over the um, uh, the din of their music playing from their mobile phone, I can you know get the gist of their conversation. Do you drop a lot on the bus? Uh, yeah, sometimes because sometimes people speak so loudly on yeah. the phone, so you can't help it. They're speaking loudly. I think it's kind of fair game. <clears throat> yeah, um, but I have to say, recently because I have everything I need within the space of about eight hundred meters of my house, I don't <laughs> right. really do much bus busing about. Um, and uh, mostly just go on the tube, and uh, I, I actually I'll get into this when I talk okay. talk a bit about, a bit about my diary. Um, so uh, so thanks, Finton, for that uh, Finton for that que- uh, question, and I really love that name, Finton. Finton is a nice name. It is a nice name. Okay, and uh, one more email from Catherine. Francis and Jamie, just want to say I love listening to the podcast. It's so entertaining, but sometimes I start laughing out loud with headphones in, so I look like a proper dick. Anyway, I'm very disappointed that Jamie disappeared for so long. Just glad to have him back. Well, temporarily. Temporarily, (laughs) albeit brief. Um, Also, I was wondering if you could say happy birthday to me on the podcast as it's my birthday this week and I listen every week. It would mean so much to me if you both and Tom, of course, could wish me happy birthday from Catherine all the way over in Australia. Catherine Ford, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Catherine. You are... I hope your day is filled with magic and sparkles. Hmm, me too. And uh, so that's it from the emails. Should we have a look at the, uh, the Twitter? Yeah, Twitter and Instagram are going pretty well, so thank Twitter. you to everyone for yeah, following. This is great. And, and you know, we, we, we will read out... We do actually read out every single tweet, so um, if you do want to tweet, we will read it out. Yeah, and your pictures are amazing. People have been sending in, yeah, so thank you. Yeah, it's been great. So when you, whenever you send a picture to us... Uh, um, of you listening to the podcast, we will we will put that up on our Instagram and our Twitter, yeah. and we'll tag you in it. So you can, you can maybe get a few followers if if you're to you're someone's cup of tea. Part of the uh, private parts family, exactly. Um, so uh, as some of you may remember, last week Jamie uh, read out a question uh, from a viewer a listener. Um, sorry, I feel like it's a viewer because you know. I can see what's going on here. <laughs> we can both see it clearly. <laughs> but you can't, so I appreciate you guys are just listening. Um, someone asked a question about whether if two pairs of genetically identical twins um, married one another, not to each other, but married like opposing the twins. opposing twin yeah. um, of the opposing sex, um, they would, would their children be siblings... And I said, well, because your genes actually are not identical to your parents when you, you know, and you don't just get completely identical genes to say, um, yeah, your parents, you won't get all of the genes that your parents have because some genes mutate and some genes will actually skip a generation. So that was my answer. And in fact, one of our listeners um, has a sister who is a PhD uh, genetic 
What's the name of the uh, listener? Geneticist. And the listener is Helen. From, Thanks, Helen. From the USA. So th- oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> Jessica Simpson just emailed my mistake. Oh, don't worry about that. Who is that? That's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, Helen, USA. Um, Jessica Simpson. Yes. As in the... Yes, the Jessica Simpson. The Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I had no idea you were married to her. Yeah. Well done. She's, Thanks, she's, Thanks. she's beautiful. She is. Um, and uh, so Helen, USA, her sister is a geneticist, a PhD geneticist. That's um, pretty impressive. Which is, you know, impressive in itself. So you'd assume she'd know some stuff yeah. about this. I think if we were going to ask anyone, we probably should ask a PhD geneticist. Yeah, that's where you start. A doctor of genetics. Genetics. Um, so she asks that, that question, and, and her sister, who we can't see what her name is, said, that is a really, this, I'm reading from a conversation they're having on uh, WhatsApp. That is a really bizarre question. You would be able to tell the difference between them from maternal and paternal imprinting, I would imagine. I like bizarre questions, says Helen. I heard it on the radio. Well, the podcast, Private Parts podcast. Obviously, she, maybe she didn't want to admit that she was listening to that. Maybe. To her, it's quite embarrassing. I suppose to a PhD geneticist. Yeah. <laughs> but perhaps if she'd been honest, uh, Helen, you know, her sister might also be listening. Um, what did they say? Didn't hear an answer. You will have you will have slight changes that come through incorrect cell replication, well, like, kind of like what I just said, mm-hmm. uh, which will alter their genomes. But they would be pretty damn similar. I just inserted the dam there uh, for effect like them but basically they'd be pretty similar jinx yes i had never thought about that well so we have potentially posed a question uh to the scientific community now because they've never thought about before. they have never thought about before wow so this is we've potentially opened up a, a whole new field Could of jamie genetics getting cited in like <laughs> research <laughs> Yeah, so so potentially Jamie might be cited in. Well, I don't know Jamie or the or the um, yeah. the, the podcast. Yeah, the podcast um, might be cited in a new uh, peer-reviewed genetics uh, publication somewhere. If any of you are reading those, uh, then do let us know if we yeah, crop if up. You crop up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so that's so that is that. Should we um do some? Perhaps I should read my diary. Let's do it. But actually, first, mm-hmm. okay, I have a question of the week. Which I will ask you, but okay. I will t- also answer in a quick succession because <laughs> Jamie Lang is not here. Yep. Um, what is the medical name mm-hmm. for the butt crack? <laughs> An area of uh, uh, particular interest for Jamie. Yeah, it's a shame he's not here to answer yeah, that. Exactly. Maybe he knows. Mm. Can't imagine he does, but. Um... Well, we'll ask him next year. Okay. Next year. <laughs> <laughs> when he's back. What is the medical name for butt crack? Uh, I'm not very good at medical names, I'll no? be honest. No. no. Take a guess. What's your butt called? Gluteus Maximus. Yeah. Gluteus Maximus. Um, Gluteus Maximus Crackus. <laughs> That's, that sounds like a Roman dictator. It <laughs> does a bit. Uh, uh, yeah, Gluteus Maximus Crackus. That's... Yeah, well, it's not a bad guess. What is the answer? The answer is uh, intergluteal cleft. Wow, cleft. Yeah. Okay. That like, kind of makes sense, I guess. Like a... Uh, Cleft palate or a cleft. Well, you have a cleft in your. Well, you have a cleft in your butt crack, I guess. <laughs> um, so, uh, okay. so that's the answer to the question of the week. We'll see if Jamie um, uh, gets that. But this is a very different episode to normal. It is. It is. Not bad. I like it. It's not great, but it's not. No, it's, it's, not, not, it's, not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. I'm just going to keep things moving. Yeah. Um, 
So, uh, um, my diary this week has a bit of a theme, actually, because uh, I've been doing a lot of travelling around. Okay. And uh, this... Anything in particular? Or? Well, different... Well, I mean, travelling around London and, okay. and the country, um, uh, just for, uh, for business purposes, getting my cider ready and, uh, and other purposes, you know. Is the cider ready yet? The cider is very nearly ready, yeah. Okay. In, I think we are, we are but days away. Uh, until it is out there for all to enjoy. And I will, you guys actually, you and Jamie, will be some of the first people to try it. I'm looking forward to it. I'll have a good cider. And you will love mine. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Uh, so today, I will be reading my diary uh, from last week, starting from Monday. Monday, the 10th of July. I had a rather hot seat on the tube this morning en route to a meeting in Covent Garden, both because the general temperature outside was hot, but also the flowing carriage of hot bodies in temperature and the only seat being, the only seat, the only free seat being at the front of the train, very close to the engine. I was only going six stops, but when I got off the train, my shirt was sodden and my forehead was beading with sweat. I hate that. Yeah. Happens to me all the time. Nightmare. Yeah. Nightmare. Do you, do you get hot quite a lot? Well, I mean, it, in the summer, yeah. And also, if I'm wearing a suit or whatever, my forehead was beading with sweat. I decided to get a refreshment from the Pret-a-Manger when I got, off the, got, got out of the station, but I made an apparently poor choice, choosing sparkly water, which had evidently been manhandled as when I opened it, It sprayed violently all down my front. (laughs) When I turned up to my meeting, I appeared as though I had jogged there from Notting Hill in my suit. No doubt the tube is the quickest way to get across London, but today it was also definitely the wettest, further exacerbated by my choice of bubbly beverage. I hate when you're sweating. There's there's nothing you can do about it. No, And, and also because, yeah, I mean, you can't do anything about it. If you're trying to, you know, you want to go to a meeting and appear like you've got your shit together and yeah. you're not just... You don't have to have dripping of sweat. Dripping of sweat, yeah. Like I, like I literally, it looked like I, dro- I jogged there. <laughs> and I, and yeah. also, and, and, you know, 
you know, driving is certainly not the most advisable. No, sorry, driving is certainly not advisable in London, particularly when in a rush to, to make a meeting, as traffic can often come to a total standstill and lead to significant bouts of quiet rage, um, as I was talking about. And as we experienced yeah. the other day when I um, drove here. drove to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, a little bit late. And I was an hour late because of the, the, uh, the traffic. Um, and then there is the predatory scam that is congestion charge. I don't know if you're familiar with congestion charge. I am familiar, yeah. Um, now, in principle, I agree. In principle. In principle, I agree with the idea that people should be charged to drive through certain crowded areas of London as a disincentive, thereby minimising congestion. Mm-hmm. However, Katie and I found out the hard way that TfL deliberately make it impossible to retrospectively pay congestion charge if more than a day has passed from the time you drove through, no matter how willing you may be or to what lengths you may go to try and pay. Is that true? Yeah. So more than a day, if it more than a day passes. So we drove through four times right. in a week, kind of thinking, okay, well, we've got two weeks to pay, like you do with a parking ticket, yeah. right? Like a yeah, normal, yeah. you know, like any normal fine, any fine, you have two weeks to pay it. Yeah. Whereas uh, TfL make it impossible for you to pay after one day has passed. What happens? You get a £65 fine. You got, have you got four £65 fines? So Katie and I drove through congestion charge four times over the course of two weeks. Obviously when she was up in um, Cambridge and I was going to visit her, yeah. driving across Notting Hill to get out, uh, you know, up, drive up to Cambridge, it, uh, uh, we drove through it four times. Wow. And, and actually one of those times was on the way to this podcast. Which is awful. So, uh, and so not only did we, were we late, but then I couldn't actually, we couldn't record it, but then I also got charged £65. So you got charged £65 for each of those? Each day. Yeah. That's like 260 quid. That is exactly 260 quid. Wow. Good math. Thanks. Um, That's quite a lot of money. So, and, 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 you know, like, okay, so they think, they can claim that it's marked clearly because there's a big C on the road, right? Yeah. But where... On earth, does it tell you that you have only one day to pay the fucking thing? Maybe there's a small print underneath the sea. No, but it doesn't. I've checked. I actually went back and checked, and I couldn't see it anywhere. I mean, it is a predatory scam, if yeah. you ask me. It is deliberately there to trip people up and, and to generate revenue for TFL. Yeah, of uh, and I think that is just very... I mean, it doesn't make us, you know, think kind thoughts towards TFL. I, in fact, I, uh, I, uh, I called TFL to complain... Right. Um, how how were they? They receptive to your complaints. Um, I was I was trying to get uh, her to admit that it was a predatory scam and completely unfair. Right. Um, but uh, I'm guessing she didn't. No, she didn't. She didn't. Did you explain who you were? Uh, no, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get that far. You just celebrity status to try and crush the fines. Well, no, because I don't think that would have worked. I think. No. I think. I, I think. I think once the the. But I. I, I mean, the, the amazing thing is. You go online, you try to pay the fine, and it says it only gives you the option to pay the previous day, and then you're 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 screwed. That's ridiculous. Obviously, or the the day that you are you are you are paying on. Yeah. Why isn't it automatic? Why can't you set it up so if you drive through? Well, you can, right? But say, let's say you have never driven in London before, or you're driving, you're driving, say, through London, or you or you're new to London or whatever. Yeah. You might not have it set up to auto pay on your on your thing. Um, and and so because of that, um, because you are not in the know, uh, you get charged sixty five pounds. Wow. Um, and if you don't pay, it goes up by like a hundred percent every two weeks. That's ridiculous, isn't it? 
So note to all listeners, if you're driving through London. So note to all listeners, if you are driving through London, um, do get auto pay. Just put it on there because then at the very worst, you're going to pay £10, you know. Yeah. Uh, but then you won't get charged 65 but so, so obviously Katie and I learned that it's not a great start to your week it wasn't a great start to my week um, but you know you just got to take it on the chin yeah I, I did everything I could to complain but it was to no avail um, Tuesday the 11th of July I've stopped oh, I've started having a strange reaction to coffee usually I start the day off with a flat white and then at about 1 or 2pm I'll have a latte or something similar but recently, despite all the caffeine I've been ingesting, I've been feeling increasingly tired and cranky. By 3pm, I'll need to take a nap where I'm liable to snap at someone undeserving, or worse, function at less than my efficient... Less than my efficient... What? Function at less than my efficient... My most efficient and productive best. For whatever reason, caffeine no longer seems to be the answer. Perhaps I should ask Jamie for something stronger. <laughs> Like what? What are, you, what are you referencing? I don't know. He's the expert. Okay. Yeah, we should ask him next week on all the uppers. Um, especially, he's probably. I suppose he's been through a bit of a uh, a um, university degree of it, that over the past two weeks in Ibiza. Do you reckon that's why all the stuff we're missing? He was just he's selling like it for drugs. Fueled. Yeah, selling it for drugs. Yeah, it's sad actually. Yeah, but uh, makes, I wish he'd just sense. be honest. You know, that's a good excuse. We, we get him help. You know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, so that was uh, my Tuesday. Just now, your Tuesday. <laughs> that was it. For Tuesday. Tuesday, no Tuesday. I um, I had I had a lot of work to do, and I and I really wanted a nap, so I was getting very cranky. Okay. And then I actually had to go. Okay, so then I had to go and get. Uh, I had to go meet Katie for dinner uh, with her friends. Okay. Uh, at Anywhere si- nice. An early dinner at the Big Easy on Kings Road, and. Um, and I was just decidedly less um, involved in the conversation. Oh, they, here's Katie now. Should we? Yes, put her on. Hi, Katie. Hi, Francis. Uh, you're currently live on the podcast. Oh, that's why you're so formal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What does he normally say? That was very formal. Freaks me out a bit. <laughs> um, How are you? Good, good. So basically, Jamie is uh, MIA again. So. As per. Yeah. Oh, no. Not again. Yeah, I know. Typical. Oh, We're speculating God. that he may have sold all of his uh, laptop, mic and everything for drugs in Ibiza. And he's run away. Yeah. 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 Sounds like you. Yeah. So... Um, so I, I was actually just calling you to do some ad, admin for me. So <laughs> you're busy. Okay, well, why don't, why don't we call... Uh, call me... I'll call you after... What sort of admin? What sort of admin? Oh. Yeah, no, don't worry. It was some scanning. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Well, you know, there's, Sorry, there's a great app called Cam Scanner. Oh, cool. Okay. So you, can, you basically take a picture and it turns it into a PDF scan. It's okay, great. okay. All right. All right. Okay, bye, bye, bye. Are you um, Katie's PA? <laughs> <laughs> you uh, do her, her admin? Uh, I do uh, I do occasionally do a bit of scanning for her because okay. I have um, um, I have uh, a scanner <laughs> you're so high tech yeah I mean what what you know what don't I have these days scanner print, I can scan I can print I, I actually um, oh god I had a great day yesterday but I'll get into that in a moment um, so where were we oh yes <clears throat> What were we talking about before? Dinner. 
Katie's friends. Yes, so I was less involved in the conversation and and I and, and Katie kept asking. She worried about her admin at the time. Yeah, exactly. I was concerned about the scanning I needed to do. And she kept asking me what's wrong, what's wrong, is this thing wrong? And I was like, no, 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 I'm just fine, I'm fine, you know. And then I had to go and play tennis and actually I sort of felt better after tennis. Um, but, uh, but, but yes, yeah, so the, my point is that caffeine doesn't seem to be working, working for me anymore. And, I, and it actually seems to have the opposite effect and make me more tired yeah. than, um, than, uh, you know, more tired than without the coffee. That's weird. And even this morning I had a coffee, but I don't know why I didn't learn from my mistakes before, but it's not helped. But, um, where was I? Oh, yes. Oh, what I did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, <clears throat> let me start with um, Thursday because I had a, uh, a uh, another bit of bit of stuff related to transport as well and crime. Wednesday, the twelfth. Sorry, Thursday, the thirteenth. There has been a spate of youths driving around on stolen vespers, driving on pavements and stealing bags and mobiles. You must be familiar with this. Yes, I've heard. Um, and not only that, spraying acid on people. Yeah, that's horrible. I, I, it's such is, a horrible trend. Which is, which is really, so disgusting. really uncool. Um, and in fact, it was, it was, it's not a new thing. Uh, it's obviously, been, there's been an increase in it as they've kind of, it's become fashionable amongst the uh, uh, criminal, uh, you know, youths. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but who obviously just do it for kicks, right? It doesn't seem, seems to be indiscriminate. Yeah. Um, uh, which is disgusting. Uh, but but in the industrial revolution, when industrial uh, um, quantities of acid became um, available, mm-hmm. it became a sort of you know a a, a go to weapon of the underworld to uh, for for revenge and various things like that. Um, a lady's bag was stolen from the chair next to her as she sat having dinner at a restaurant outside my house. The police came and took statements, but apparently, not surprisingly, they got away scot free. Apparently, this spate of Vespa-aided muggings has been fueled by the police's hands being tied, by the risk that they may caught. But they, if they gave chase to these moto muggers, and they crashed and injured themselves, then the police would and the, and the police did not have sufficient evidence to charge them. They might sue the police for their injuries. And in fact, that uh, and in fact, they even if they do have sufficient evidence to charge them, yeah. they can still sue the police uh, for for injuring. That's them. ridiculous. Isn't that insane? Yeah. Uh, furthermore, the police often run the plates and find them to be belonging to a completely innocent bike uh, owner who is totally oblivious and unaware that his bike is supposedly being driven around London because the muggers have switched his plate for theirs so they can drive around without, without risk of being... Do you someone's le- got Jamie's plates on? It's possible. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. Without risk of being legitimately pulled over. It's a real problem being compounded by the significant increase in motorbike thefts in general and the muggers' relative impunity because of the fact that the police can't, can't knock them off their bikes. The police need, to create, uh, need a creative way to deal with this problem, but they have yet to crack it. They have yet to it's because they're really it. easy to steal because there's a big thing of people that literally pick the Vespas up and, and put, put them in, on a truck yeah, or in exactly, the back of a van. No, exactly. I've, I've, in fact, I've uh, uh, stumbled across this happening in front of me right. on the way back from the cinema one evening. Um, when I lived in Marlebone, I was walking back from the cinema and I saw these people pushing a bike into a taxi into like one of those people carrier taxis. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I got, and I, and I was like about to offer them a hand because they looked like they were struggling. It was just, it was three of them. Right. And I was like, and I was about to offer them a hand. And then suddenly I was like, that's a bit of an odd 
Yeah. You know, so it was one of the black cabs and the the um, wheelchair ramp had been basically pu- pushed out so that they could just wheel, wheel it in. Wheel it in. And I was like, that's weird. Why are they... What? Well, that's a weird... I think they were stealing it. Uh, yeah, and then so... So then suddenly they got in and they all ran... No, when they all ran back into the taxi, I was like, oh, well, they must... Why would they be in a rush? And then it suddenly dawned on me that they were stealing that thing. So I then got my phone out, and as they were driving away, I took a picture. Right. And, uh, and, and uh, little did I know, but my flash was on. So the flash flashed them. The car, the, the, the car came to a screeching halt and started reversing after me. <laughs> so I was like, there's three of them. Obviously, they don't want any evidence yeah, of their yeah. crime being... Um, <clears throat> being on my phone so I literally legged it down, down this muse and was like running down, down the thing they were like chasing after me uh, I was running down all these back streets of uh, around, around around George Street and uh, you know that area yeah and uh, and um, and, luck- and I luckily I outran them because I can't remember exactly how I, but I basically lost them or they gave up or something okay uh, no, I stumbled across this other this group of people getting out of a taxi and I was like oh my god there's people in a taxi they're uh, running after me blah 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 and uh, you know, if it had just been one, I'd have been like, you know, okay, well, I, 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 I wouldn't have ran, but, but, but they seemed three of them, three of them and and uh, and uh, it was a bit worrying, but uh, but yeah, so they so they're not allowed to do this, and actually the the problem is 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 exacerbated, um, and and almost you know the manufacturers are part of the problem because they they refuse to put any, which would be a simple thing to do, to put any kind of electronic. A GPS device charged right. which is connected to the battery which which is built into the motorbike which would show you exactly where it is at any that point make, in time that would make sense it would make sense but yeah. obviously it's in their interest that these things get stolen because you have to buy a new the, one the, you have to buy yeah, a new yeah. one the police never find it so they have to so, so the insurance is really uh, you know getting screwed and so the insurance industry is really getting screwed and that's why it's so expensive to insure bikes like motorbikes is, is, is as, as expensive to, to insure as a car huh? which, which, which if you think about it you know a, a car can do much more damage than a motorbike yeah of course yeah um, uh, but uh, but yeah so as I was saying yesterday I had a very uh, uh, good day because I you know it very it's very good for my OCD I went and got a whole new uh, file, like set of files and labels and I typed out all the labels on my typewriter and it's my filing cabinet is just so neat and orderly now does that really please you? really I've, that really does it for me <laughs> um, uh, so um, so I, I guess I, I, I think I might end this podcast with a bit of a uh, uh, a warning actually okay. a few warnings firstly you know, take your jacket off before you sit down on a crowded tube on a hot day, mm-hmm. because sometimes it's, it's so cramped you can't take it off. Um, uh, do be aware of the congestion charge. Learn from my lessons. Don't make that mistake yourself, because it is an expensive lesson to learn. Four uh, times. Four times. Um, also, make sure your bike is securely locked up, and uh, if it's securely locked up, they're less likely to steal it because it's, it's obviously going to be pretty obvious if they've got some uh, um, some sort of edge cutter sawing through your chain um, and uh, and um, maybe drink less caffeine 
Yeah. And maybe don't start a podcast with Jamie Lang. Yeah, don't start a podcast with Jamie Lang because you'll end up having to just do it yourself anyway. So, yeah. Well, if you made it this far through the podcast, <clears throat> thank you for sticking with them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, please do tune in next Friday where we hope to be back to our regular consistency. Yeah. Goodbye. Thanks.